Howdy, Hacks. Welcome back to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast powered by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship of Texas A&M. And we're dedicated to highlighting fast-growing Aggie entrepreneurs, learning how they overcome challenges with creative growth hacks, and connecting them with other entrepreneurs in the Aggie Network. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your other host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Well, we got a little story for you, Ags. Chris Bolio, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001, and my fish buddy, he started out as a custom home builder in Houston, Texas. In 2017, Chris joined Alaire Homes as a franchisee and tripled his revenue in three years. Chris is devoted to ensuring that both he and his customers or interests are aligned on every single project. So pass it back and listen up to Chris as he shares some really good bull. Well, welcome back, Ags. On this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks, I am just so excited to share with you one of my longtime friends and good buddies, Chris Bolio, Fighting Tech Ag Class of 2001. Chris and I actually first met each other in the fall of, I guess that was fall of 1997 when we were fish in the core together. We have definitely known each other through some some great times. Chris, thank you so much for joining us and just allowing us to learn from you and your experience. Thanks a lot, Greg. I appreciate it. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here. Well, we love talking to Aggies, Aggie entrepreneurs. And we love talking about the one thing that binds us all together, uh, our love for Texas A&M University. So, Chris, what is your favorite Aggie memory? And you get double points if it does not include you and I doing push-ups together. Okay. All right. (laughs) So I was going to say, they're not all really rosy, great memories, are they? (laughs) They are now. That's 20 years ago. The fish in K1 back then, it was was a lot of push-ups, man. A lot of push-ups. Actually, you know what? It might include push-ups, but in a good bowl way. One of my favorite memories is doing elephant walk with you guys. Last year in the core, at the end of the year, after final review, uh, going back to the dorm and and putting on our uh, PT tops. It was just the tops. Yeah, it was the Bravo bottoms with our boots and marching over to Kyle Field. Man, incredible. I'll never forget staying on Kyle Field with my buddies, kind of arm in arm and Kind of a culmination of, of four really tough years. It's a lot of fun. Definitely a, a bittersweet memory. I, I was, I actually was going to wear our PT uniform, PT shirt, but you know, I, I just got so swole over the years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what we're calling it these days, a swole. It's completely my body just getting stronger. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's, that's an awesome memory. So, Chris, give us your three-sentence version of your elevator pitch, you know, wh- and why are you passionate about it? We're in the business of improving lives through exceptional human experiences. We do this through a client-centric and collaborative approach. That's two. And I think the third would be the result is fantastic projects or amazing businesses, but more importantly, that it's an incredibly positive experience for everybody involved. Love it. Love it. We're home builders, man. <laughs> our widget, our widget is home building, right? I've been I've been building homes since 2002. So 18 years now, going on 19. And I've been in business for myself since 2005. And building homes Certainly, there's a challenge to it, and there's a lot of moving parts. But at the end of the day, it's really not rocket science, right? What differentiates us from company to company is the experience that our clients have. And so, by 
teaming up and partnering with this organization that focuses on the positive experience as our product, really, really crystal clear that that experience is necessary in order to be successful. By being able to be focused on that, we're doing a lot to change the industry as an organization. We're doing a lot to change people's mindset about what they expect from a contractor, right? Quote, unquote, a contractor. Right. Um, and, and really looking at what we do as part art, mostly service, and really a human interaction. Interesting. Let's dig into that a little bit. How do you do this? Like, How, how are you creating such a different experience? Well, first of all, I think I think I have to point out that I am a one wheel in a very, very big cog. Pre-2017, I owned and operated Bolio Custom Homes, and I did it all myself. I was you know, chief cook and bottle washer. Today, I'm partnered with Allaire Homes, and we are this organization of over 100 business owners across North America, and we collaborate constantly to improve what we do on a day-to-day basis, to troubleshoot, to innovate, to change, to support each other in the best way possible, right? And so by virtue of boiling down this massive amount of experience, by virtue of perfecting the way our clients experience this process, we are creating day-by-day more profitable businesses, happier clients, better project managers, better relationships with our trade contractors. And so really, it's a self-serving goal of having a, a great business. But by virtue of really perfecting, again, that client's experience, we make our businesses better. We make our trade partnerships better, right, with our, with our trade professionals. One of the things that I heard that I can really appreciate, I talk with a lot of entrepreneurs and specifically the ones that are growth-minded, the ones that want to achieve more than just having a job, they are obsessed about, one, their customer, and two, building systems so that the entire system serves that customer. And I think that what you said from your your difference, even in the in the brief description of I was cheap cooked bottle washer, but now I'm part of a layer homes and we are collaborative to be able to give that proper, that unique user experience as you are building. Because let's face it, in your market, in any market, a custom home for a lot of people, that is that is the culmination of something they've been dreaming a long time for. And it's probably one of the largest assets they will ever purchase. And you make that experience magical and a byproduct is a home that they love. Right. Yeah. No, that's exactly right, Greg. So a couple a couple things that I think are really, really interesting. I think last year, and don't quote me, but I think last year in the States, we spent in the the, the whole US, we spent about $1.4 trillion in construction. 95% of that is executed by teams of five people or less. Wow. Wow. Think about the fragmentation there, right? What does that really ultimately mean? That means that every one of those teams, those those hundreds of thousands of teams are reinventing the wheel every day, trying to do exactly what you just said, trying to uh, legitimize their processes, trying to improve the experience for their clients, trying to get happier clients, trying to grow their business, trying to scale and do all the things all the while trying to be focused on that magical 10% net profitability number, right? And so how do you find the time to invent processes, innovate, 
differentiate yourself, scale, train your people, and still make time to be profitable and not eat up all those things. You'd be amazed how many people really don't know how profitable they are until the very end of the year when their accountant says, oh, hey, by the way, you made 3% this year. Or hey, percent <laughs> right? You, you know this as a banker. Yeah, well, I mean, and, as, and as a profit first professional, even having what your accountant says as profit and then looking at your bank account and being like, there's no way in hell I made 200 it's grand. Not there. It's yeah. not there. It yeah. Right. No, you're exactly right. So certainly the building of the businesses, it can be really difficult. What Partnering with Allaire has allowed us to do is it's being able to lean on people who are great at certain things. I'm great at others. And we can all help each other, right? We're not all reinventing the wheel every single time. We're figuring out the best way to do it together. We're figuring out how to learn from each other, how to support each other through difficult times, how to help celebrate the good times. So all the while, the most important thing, the reason why we're all in business to make money, that piece is just kind of a foregone conclusion. It's taken care of. We're going to be between 10 and 13% every year, period. So we have this great scalable model. We have great business processes. We have great administrative support. I have fantastic partners around me to support me and help me through stuff. And I do the same for them. What's not to love? It's a lot of fun. So I'm passionate about that, Chris. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, one of the things that, that I picked up the most out of that was a uh, hundred business owners. You've got a hundred business owners. I think we have, it's always changing. We have a little bit over a hundred individual businesses across North America from amazing. British Columbia down to Naples, South Florida, all the That's way, amazing. all the way across. Yeah. North America. It's cool. Well, having that network and having that support of you and your customers, you know, you alluded to it, you know, uh, celebrating during the great times and, and encouraging and helping one another during the tough times. And I think for most entrepreneurs, 2010, 2020 has been a tough time. You know, COVID has impacted different companies in different ways. One of the things that I've Personally, I've been most shocked out is how resilient the real estate market has been, but the real estate market has been impacted. You know, have there been any surprising challenges that the last couple of months, specifically the COVID-19 effects have brought to your business? And if there are uh, the surprising challenges, how did you, how did you overcome? How did you hack those? I mean, it's been surprise after surprise, certainly as a business owner, it's been a scary year. There have been times where you don't know which way is up. I think one of the biggest hacks that I have found this year is very, very simple, but it's been don't focus and worry about yesterday. Don't focus and worry about tomorrow. Focus on today. Show up today the best way that you know how, right? Take that next baby step. Take the next best decision one at a time and just continue to show up the very best way you can. Certainly with the network of partners that we have, it was way easier for us this year than it would have been otherwise. You know, that said, if I were Bolio Custom Homes, I would have probably stuck my head in a hole, taken care of the couple of projects that I had and hoped to God that we'd be fine on the other side. But growing a business certainly brings its own challenges when the spigot could potentially be turned off and you have all of this expense, all of this kind of revolving structure. Uh, yeah, structure that you have to pay for. One of the things that I love about our business model is that it's incredibly flexible, right? So it, it can flex up and it can flex down at, at a moment's notice. 
It was a little bit scary being in a service industry that is site-based, that is person-to-person interaction-based, and that relies incredibly heavily on the trust that you garner from those personal interactions with people. That was a little bit scary. It was a little bit scary to think that we might not be able to do that. But again, you show up that day, you figure out you know, that Zoom was the best stock you could have owned at the beginning of 2020. Um, you figure out that you can conduct interviews, you can meet people virtually, you can meet outside, for example, right? We met a lot of people in their backyards instead of at their kitchen table this year. And that's fine. And that worked great. We stood apart, we talked, we got to know each other. But what it really pointed out was that human interaction, no matter what, will be there. We'll figure out a way around it. We actually have grown our business this year, about 30%. Yeah, yeah, about 30%, which has been great. And we, instead of just waiting to see kind of what happens at the end of 2020, we've got 2021. We have a really good pipeline already. So we've been super blessed, Greg. Yeah. Wow. 30% growth during this time. (laughs) It's just amazing. Honestly, I don't know too many businesses that haven't seen, you know, a loss. And I love what you said there too, is that we figured out a way to make it happen, to, to meet with people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're right. Zoom. (laughs) <laughs> that, that that would have been the best stock to pick in January, right? Beyond that, what's changed during this time for y'all and what, what are y'all not going to bring back? One of the things that I've learned is that maybe that first meeting with clients, I don't need to drive 45 minutes or an hour to go meet them in person. Maybe it's a little bit more efficient to get in front of a computer and and kind of have a second Kind of feasibility chat, right? Let's let's see. Does this does this even work? Or yeah. does it work with you? With you, that's right. That's exactly right. right. Does this work with you? That's right. So, is there is there anything that is in your industry? And and I, and I think that you guys have such a unique take on the home building industry. You are in a unique segment in the fact that you are custom homes. So so you are not doing any type of speculative development or anything like that. But is there anything that's that's let's just hone it down to maybe even just custom home building. Is there anything that is changing in your broader industry and how are you going to capitalize on that change? Yeah, for sure. So a couple of things we do, we do all custom work. It's homes and renovations. Those are our widgets. Again, our product is the service that we provide while doing that. Pre-COVID, every one of us has a supercomputer in our pocket. Every one of us has a desktop or an iPad or a laptop where we have access to the world's information at our fingertips, right? And so this necessity to be transparent and bring value through a service versus bringing value through a product is a change that is coming in our industry. It is starting to happen. It's not full force yet. It's not 100%, but it is coming. Post-COVID, a couple of things have happened. We've really had a tightening of supply. We've had an increase in demand because people are stuck in their homes, because people are saying, oh, you know what, I really need to to remodel this house, or oh, I want to add that office, or that we really need that pool and outdoor living space now, because it's bringing to light that this is 2020, but the reality is kind of we've opened the box, right? This could be a new normal response to H1N1 type things or, you know, this could happen more and more often. Hopefully it doesn't, but that's, that's for another day. The tightening supply, the expansion in the demand, 
has caused material costs to really, really go through the roof. And so the non-transparent model, the inability for clients to see how much things are actually costing is of detriment to a ton of people in my industry. And it's going to put a lot of people out of business. It's going to make a lot of people look like the bad guys when there was no ill intent involved. And it's going to break a lot of expectations with clients. So certainly, I think that this has set the stage for bringing value in what we do, which is kind of a composer of all of these different pieces, materials, labor, management, oversight, communication, you know, all of the handholding, the education, all of these things combined. So yeah, it's, it's, it's all of that that I really think is going to be highlighted to bring value to clients more than, than just kind of the, the old antiquated fixed price model. And, and the fact that you guys are doing that and you have a system of transparency and a system of education from the very first second that you meet someone is really going to elevate you, your brand and your capabilities. Because quite frankly, for someone to learn how to deal with COVID and then learn how to deal with that, that's a Herculean task. And while they're trying to figure that out, you just sold four more homes. Yeah, that's exactly right. We can show up and and we can do what we do, right? Which is really service. One of my uh, broker buddies, Darren Morris here in town with the Compass Group, fantastic broker. He told me something that really stuck with me at the beginning of all this. He said, you know what, Chris, we're not focusing on selling, we're focusing on serving. And I and I love that, right? Because you you think of realtors oftentimes is just sell, sell, sell. They're just salesmen. And the reality is that he is focused on service and that's what we do every day. It's truly getting clear that it is our privilege to serve our clients. We get to make money doing it. We get to feed our families doing it. We get to go on vacations by doing it. We get to live our best lives by doing this. And yet we are in service to others. We are bringing something of value to their life, right? Whatever that is. And what a privilege to be a part of that. That's awesome, man. I absolutely love that. So that being said, what's your BHAG? What is your personal BHAG for Alaire Houston? Big, hairy, audacious Big, hairy, audacious goal. I love big, hairy, audacious goals. If I'm honest, I am probably not great at setting them, Chris. You know, before I would have said my big, hairy, audacious goal was to get our company to 10 million a year sustainably, year after year, based on great referrals, based on great visibility. But the reality is we're probably going to be at that in just a couple of years. From, <laughs> from what was my typical was about $3.8 million per year two years ago, uh, when it was just me. Uh, three years ago when it was just me. So in a few years, we're going from three point eight to $10 million sustainably. And that no longer seems like a big hairy, audacious goal. One of the things that I really would love to do is bring the message of Allaire Homes, this very clear, honest, sincere alignment with our clients, our partners as business owners, our, our project managers as employees, and our trade partnerships, which are absolutely crucial to everybody's success. This, this complete, transparent, and sincere alignment brings not just prosperity, but quality of life for, for everybody involved in our organization. And it brings really a, an ease, being able to sleep well at night, right? The room to show up for your client. 
the room to show yeah. up and truly serve when you're not worried about how are you going to pay yes. that bill? When you're not worried about next month's cash flow, when you're not worried about, you know, oh, that expectation was broken and now I have to repair this relationship. When you have that alignment and that collaboration and that true, honest, sincere relationship, it creates room for so much more. Yeah. It creates room for that next level. And so my big, hairy, audacious goal is to find other fantastic builders that want to provide that service to their clients so that our audacious goal is no longer 10 million per year. Our audacious goal is 200 or 300 million per year Wow! in, in Southeast Texas, right? That's, that's just me. I've got great partners also in Dallas, in the North Texas. I've got great partners in Central Texas out of uh, between Austin and San Antonio. They're in New Braunfels. And that growth, that mindset, why do I want to grow? I want to grow because it helps not just businesses be happier and more successful, but because we can get this experience out to a lot more homeowners. We start to create momentum in our industry. We start to change our industry, the way that people think about us, the way that people react to us, what people expect from us, right? They expect that as contractors, you know, we're just contractors. We're going to be 15 to 20% over budget and we're not going to do what we say and we're not going to say what we do. And, and two months late. And we're going to be two months late. Just two more weeks. That's right. <laughs> Anybody remember the money pit? Yes. <laughs> So that's, that's my audacious goal, man, is I want to change our industry. I want to change this $1.4 billion a year industry. Interesting. That is such an awesome goal. Did COVID shape that at all? Yes. To say COVID hasn't changed outlook or perspective would be absolutely, I think, flawed, right? A really wise person, a good friend of mine, Rob Cecil, said, and I'm sure he didn't, he didn't invent this, never let a good crisis go to waste. Isn't it something like that? I'm sure you guys have heard something along those lines, right? The reality is it's provided us a fantastic trial. You can call it a trial by fire. You can call it whatever you want, being thrown into the deep end. It doesn't matter. It's the same, same outcome, right? You have to figure out how to lead your team. You have to figure out how to lead your clients. You have to figure out how to survive through it all so that you can do it right, so that you can feed your family and provide that service that you're, that you're providing, whatever it is. doesn't matter if it's widgets or, or helms or rockets. It doesn't matter. But really being able to focus on showing up in the best way. I think that's, that's kind of been the theme this year, is show up today in front of that client, be the best you can be for them, for yourself, for everyone involved. Man, there's so much that I think that we can unpack in that, Chris. And thank, thank you for just really, you know, being honest and, and open with kind of where Alaire Homes has been this year, how it's been impacted. Uh, I want to transition into our lightning round. So um, got a couple questions, just a rapid fire. First off, what is your favorite hack? And this could be a personal hack. This can be a business hack. What's something that our audience can learn from, from you? Audiobooks, man. Audiobooks. I'm sure this is probably not anything new to somebody listening to this podcast, but it's, it's audiobooks. We spend a ton of time in the car. It's usually wasted time. Don't text in the car. Put on an audiobook and make it productive. That's fantastic. I ran across something. You probably know about it, but have you heard of readitfor.me? No. So what this company does is based out of San Antonio, it's basically audio cliff notes. 
and they go and in 12 minutes it will tell you what good to great's about in 12 minutes it'll tell you what traction's about in 12 minutes it'll tell you in and they've got sales marketing operations but for busy entrepreneurs read it for dot me it's i mean it's brilliant absolutely brilliant that's a good one yeah. that's a really good one I don't know that I could have gotten everything that I got out of good to great in 12 minutes, but, uh, no, but you would have said like, mm, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I, I should go listen to that one. Yeah. The whole another favorite is, right. is, uh, never split the difference. That's another really good one. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I see uh, by your reaction. You've read that one for sure. Yep. And so that, that leads into our next lightning current round question and you've already dropped one. So I'm going to ask for one more. What's, what is one book podcast, YouTube channel, whatever. All right. That you can recommend to our audience right now. Uh, never split the difference was great. Good to great was great. Uh, the 10x rule is is really great, right? 10x rule was a lot of a lot of really good information there. Uh, traction the EOS system is a, is a really good one. You mentioned that one. Profit first. Profit first is fantastic. Man, okay, your checks in the mail. <laughs> no, you you uh, you you read you turned me on to that one a bunch of months ago, and that one was a really good one. That, that is so cool. Well, we love the Aggie Network. We know about the value of the Aggie Network. Is there anyone in particular that you'd like to give a shout out? You'd like to just thank, say thank you for? No one in particular, Greg. I, I, I want to say the entire Aggie Network. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for that the Lawrence Sullivan Ross scholarship that I got and allowed me to, to pay for part of school. Um, I got partly academic and partly it was the Sully scholarship. And I wouldn't have been able to go to AM without it. So it's because of past Aggies chipping in whatever they could, right? 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 2,000 bucks, it doesn't matter. But it really made a difference. It's made a difference in my life. I think it's made a difference in you guys' lives. Uh, Chris, I don't know you. I haven't known you for 23 years. Hopefully, I will in about 23 years. We can see <laughs> that. Right. Yes. Um, and, uh, and Greg and I will be on our 46th year of friendship in 23 years. But the entire Aggie network has made it possible for me to feel at home, to be included, to partake in this incredible organization, this incredible school, and to wear this my whole life, man. That's some good bull. Yeah, good bull for good sure. Bowl. Yes, sir. So next question is an easy one. How can the Aggie network help support you right now? I, I don't know that that's the easy one, Chris. Uh, they can support me by educating themselves about what I've said today, right? Really figure out, and it doesn't matter if it's homes, cars, you're buying your, your appliances. It doesn't matter. Educate yourself about whatever you're doing. Create an alignment with the person that you're working with. That's all it is. It's real simple. Align in the goal, right? If you don't find somebody who aligns with you, who wants to be successful through serving you, then don't align with them. It's that simple. Certainly self-serving. If they want to look up Alaire Homes, they want to go to alairehomes.com and, and check out what makes us different and how we're changing the industry. Fantastic. That'd be great. And then if you're ready to build a home, give us a shout. <laughs> <laughs> so other than going through Alaire Homes and alairehomes.com, how can the Aggie Network get in touch with you? That's probably the easiest thing to do, alairehomes.com backslash Houston. That's where, where our office is located. But again, we are all over Texas. We're all over North America. You can find us through the website. My email is chris.bolio, B-O-L-I-O, at alairehomes.com. Well, Chris, 
Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for your openness. Thank you for, I mean, quite frankly, the honesty about talking about some really difficult months, but how you have used it to validate and grow your business. Uh, We've really enjoyed it. I know Chris and, and I have both learned so much about you, about your company, about the passion that you have. And we really appreciate you you coming on Agri Growth Hacks. I appreciate you guys. It's been a lot of fun and uh, keep doing what you're doing, guys. Thank you. How about that, Eggs? What an awesome story. There are some really valuable hacks that Chris shared with us. What was your favorite, Greg? Well, Chris, I think the thing that really stuck out the most to me was Chris's ability and his focus on just dealing with what's in front of you. Don't worry mm-hmm. about all the things that could go wrong. Don't worry about the future that you cannot necessarily control. What is in front of you? Make the next best decision right now. And then after you execute it, you assess, okay, what is the next thing that's asking that I have to have a decision for? And you make the next best decision on that. And it's, it's staying in the moment and staying focused. That was really pretty powerful for me. What about you? So mine was pretty simple. The simple fact that he plugged into Alaire Homes and their franchise model. Now, yes. before this interview, I didn't know anything at all about Lair Homes. I didn't know that it was a franchise. I thought, you know, that he was the owner of, of Lair Homes in Houston. The f- simple fact that he, when he said that there were a hundred business owners that he meets with on a regular basis, that made my ears perk up. A mm-hmm. hundred business owners that are constantly working on making the business model better, making their customer experience better, making their employee experience better, making everyone's job that much better. And you can't get that with a small business. You can't get that. And he even said that as a custom home builder on his own, he couldn't do all of the things that he can do He just didn't have the ability to. He can't, right. There's just no way for one person to do all that. However, you put 100 people together and 100 business owners together, more importantly, and you're going to produce some amazing things. And I think that to me is the biggest hack that I took away from, from that entire interview. That really energized me and just you know, made me think about my own business model for for my own business on how I could take that and, and plug that kind of idea into the whole marketing world, right? So my BHAG actually might change. <laughs> right. Well, it, and I think that what I really loved about that was that to be able to say, okay, here's a franchise that's home building. I mean, that that's typically not what you think about. You, you typically no. think of there's some service-based or a food and beverage type thing. So Tim, I had to a layer homes, the systems that they have. And, and Chris said it, if you just follow the system, you're going to be successful. I what was, it? Right. Like, I'm going to make my 12 to 13% profit. Like that's a foregone conclusion because right. he has right. so much confidence in his system. Exactly. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoyed it and that you'll leave us a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbeam, wherever you found us. Be sure to check out our website at aggiegrowthhacks.com where you can hear our previous episodes, connect with us. We would love to connect with you and maybe have you on a future episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. Aggie Growth Hacks was produced by fellow Aggies, Kyle Ackerman and Ben Wiggins with Podcast Architects. We also want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head over to their website to find a program that's right for you. Just search 
McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship in Google and head on over there right now, or just click on the link at the bottom of this podcast. Join us next time where we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and giggles.